Hello, my name is Ryan Powers, and this is my podcast on Attila the Hunt. Attila was one of the greatest and most undervalued leaders of an empire that we have ever seen. Born in a province of the Roman Empire, Pannonia, which is now present-day Hungary, in 406. Attila and his brother Bleda were named co-rulers of the Huns in 434. He eventually murdered his brother in 445 and became the sole ruler of the Huns. Attila's most notable accomplishment, in my eyes, would have to be going toe-to-toe with the Roman Empire and almost winning. Attila changed the plans for the Huns. They were no longer mercenaries, they demanded tribute and other payments, which were usually gold and silver. The constant tribute actually had a serious effect on the Romans. It forced the Romans to raise taxes, which eventually led to an economic decline. In fact, so much gold was actually leaving the empire that their economic activity began to decline because not enough coin was in circulation. This eventually led to inflation, which caused great distress in the western provinces. This eventually led to raids and invasions of the Huns, which were devastating. They were not only stealing from cities and regions, but also enjoyed the destruction. The destruction of their cities made it clear that the Roman army wasn't the kind of invincible force it once was. A test to his bravery is the fact that the Roman Empire knew Attila would not back down. The fact that the greatest army in the world knew that he wouldn't back down just tells you the level of bravery that this man had. Another aspect of how the Huns had an effect on Rome was how they fought. The Romans eventually adopted their hand-to-hand combat style and their use of the composite bow. That says quite a bit about the Huns' skills and abilities as fighters, when arguably the greatest army the world has ever seen adopts their fighting techniques. Another interesting piece of the Huns was how rugged they lived. The Huns were complete savages. The majority of armies made sure their men were given proper amounts of food and clothing and the quality of that food and clothing. This didn't matter to the Huns. They didn't need clothes or fire or even good food to be good soldiers. They would search the ground for plants to eat and half rotten carcasses they could find for meat to eat. Sometimes they would even go with with bare minimum clothing on themselves even if it was cold. It must have been terrifying to see these animals surviving if you were an opposing soldier, to say the least. Before we can get back into the life and times of Attila the Hun, we have to do an ad read. This podcast is brought to you by the Cash App. Now you probably already know the Cash App is the number one app in finance, but did you know you can save 10% or more at Whole Foods, Shake Shack, Chipotle, Taco Bell, and much more. Download the Cash App for free in the App Store or the Google Play Store. Now let's get back to Attila the Hun. (laughs) 
Something to consider when thinking about how savage the Huns were is to take a look at the threat the Huns placed on the Roman province of Pannonia. This was the Roman province most immediately threatened by the Huns. Pannonia included much of what are today Eastern Austria, Western Hungary, as well as parts of Slovenia and Croatia along with its eastern front, the Danube River. This again says quite a lot about the Huns that were able to keep a province of the world's most powerful army in check and threatened. Another huge and arguably one of the most important aspects of the Huns was their strong value of loyalty. It is stated in a book by Wes Roberts, PhD, called Leadership Secrets of Attila the Hun, a Hun who actively participates or encourages actions that are counter to the good of a tribe is disloyal. These Huns, whether a warrior or chieftain, must be ex exponentially removed. Their ability to influence and discourage loyal Huns is a contagious disease. Farther into the book, it is also stated that harsh actions must be taken to rid ourselves of those among us who see no value in and subvert our cause. This is an interesting move to pull on the people you lead. The whole you're either with us or against us decision can easily backfire and tear your group apart. But when everyone buys into it, believes, pulls together, and rally around each other like the Huns did, it can work wonders. Many believe that the fact that they held loyalty so high and bought into it 100% is why they were as a successful empire as they were. How Attila the Hun died is still a mystery. It is clear, however, that he died on his wedding night. He was found the next morning having choked to death on his own blood. There are many different theories on his death. One theory is that he died of accidental alcohol poisoning. Another is that he suffered from an esophageal hemorrhage, which is abnormal veins in the lower part of the tube running from the, your throat to your stomach. The most probable cause, however, is just a plain old burst blood vessel. Possibly the most interesting theory is that he was actually assassinated by his new wife in a conspiracy with Marcion, a rival emperor of the East. The life of Attila was a wild one to say the least. He was many different things, a savage killer, a great leader who was loyal to his people, some would even say a decent family man. But he killed his brother to take sole rule of the Huns, so take that for what it's worth, I guess. Thank you for listening to my podcast on Attila the Hun. And until next time, I'm Ryan Powers and I am signing off.